Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. It's a two-for-one special. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. It's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H, along with producer Seth, who is just kind of, you know, I don't know, flopping around in the background. You can block him on Twitter at Seta5. I don't know what that means, but it's S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brando? Got my oars ready. I'm ready to row that boat in Atlantic City. Mother, don't do this. <laughs> That's worse than Rocky Town. No, it's not. That's just as bad as Rocky Top. Oh, uh, could you find two? I mean, again, you could say this about IU before Tom Allen, but could you find two less interesting teams than Rutgers and Minnesota? Well, I don't. Well, our our pregame, our little pregame here. You just you scared the the bejesus out of me about Minnesota when I was coming in here fully confident that there was no big deal, which is why we put these two guys on the same pod. Actually, Brandon made a little bit of a scheduling mistake, I think, and that's why we are. Rutgers and yeah, Minnesota in the same pod. Oh, yeah. I guess that's what we're doing. We're doing game 10 and game 11. Rutgers at home, Minnesota at home. So I guess that kind of works out that they're two home games um, to wrap up the home schedule. And uh, we'll do them together today. And uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit quicker than last week. Well, same Probably length not. of the pod will be fine, but we'll see. Rutgers should be pretty quick. Let's hop right into that. That game is coming up. Uh, actually, by the way, we have no news, right? No Other news. Than, it's all I mean, you can't recruit. It's a dead period. All the scrimmages have been closed to the media. So I mean, we have a few press conferences of Tom Allen saying um, Stephen Carr uh, is a beast. Um, we get a few little touchdown segments here and there. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of quiet other than uh, a transfer. Yeah, the transfer, Jonathan, is it Jonathan Haynes? Is that right? A safety transfer in from only a two year starter in the SEC. Like the we we're on record for uh, trashing the Ole Miss defense. Yet we have two out of their 11 starters from last year. Just poke the good ones. Um, ones Yes. Uh, But from what I read, I mean, the guys, guys solid and helps probably our weakest second weakest position group after defensive line, the safeties. Um, just but i think is well you weakest you can i guess if you have to rank it in weaknesses yes i guess it's a second i don't think that there's there not really a, any weak i mean again a glaring that is, weakness on that defense that so. is picking nits picking nits all right well, let's hop in it's a uh, november 13th game is game over 10 of the season it's at memorial stadium uh it has not been announced for tv or time if i had to take a stab at it i'm 3 30 big 10 network yeah yeah, maybe a nooner second Big Ten game, Big Ten Network. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe we pull an ESPN two at noon. 
I don't know, something like that. I mean, Either this way. is this is jumping the gun, but I mean, I I don't see. They may not have a win for a long time. Like I haven't this... looked at their record. We can do that here in just a second when we get through yeah. the history lesson, and then we'll hop into their record, uh, possible record. Um, real quick, history lesson. Previous meeting was a, a, a an eventful game, a fun game. Thirty-seven IU, thirty-seven Rutgers, twenty-one lateral game, right? Like I, yes, I that was had to go somewhere, so you were like live texting me. Yes, um, yes, with two minutes to go, up sixteen, freaking the f out so uh craziest non-close game ever is what i wrote down halloween it was a halloween game there were these those crazy laterals we were up 16 with about two minutes to go this play took like 45 seconds and almost the entire field from side to side and all the way back to i think maybe the around the 20 or 25 yard line of their own side and then finally i think bo milton was the one that got a hold of it and just took off and our guys were just gassed. So, uh, thankfully it didn't count. It hit the ground, right? Uh, no, there was a forward pass Ah, forward pass. kind of. Yeah. So, um, all time record. We've only played seven times. This will be the eighth meeting. IU leads five to two. Um, coach Greg Shiano is back, uh, with his second season, 12th overall with the school, 71 and 73 record. Um, uh, I'll whisper this. No, you, you know, no, mark it down. Um, just based on what he's doing in recruiting. No, oh, there's violations. Yes. <laughs> bag money, straight up bag money. It's, uh, come on. <laughs> it's Rutgers. Uh, I mean, their best I, player ever is Ray Rice. Um, I mean, again, we kind of brought up this stat last week. And so, and I really like it. They, on paper, have the 42nd most talented roster in college football. Rutgers, but they're young, very young. Rutgers very young. has the, again, so like you just throw out their junior and senior classes. Yeah. Like their freshmen and sophomores are studs, which is questionable at best. Yeah, and we'll see if they can turn the, ta- the talent, the rating talent into actual talent out on the field. Um. Yeah, their schedule. Yeah, so we've got uh, – we'll have Seth jump in on this, I guess. You might know some more about some of these other teams. Temple at home? I mean, Temp- Temple had, like – Temple had that, like, dream season a few a few years ago, yeah. but I got to imagine they're bad. So let's give them a win at Syracuse. Syracuse is bad, but I mean that's got to be a coin flip. There, the there's not even a line. I'm on DraftKings, and there's not even a line, so that's a pick'em game. So I'll give it to the home team. So one and one, Delaware. That's a win. Two and one, at Michigan. Wow. Took Michigan to overtime last year. Um, Ohio State. That's a loss. Michigan State at home. Another toss up. What's the spread not on that one? Nothing. Not given one there either. At Northwestern, Northwestern's supposed to be re- like I don't want to say really bad. But Hunter Johnson just year. won that job. I mean, he hasn't done anything for years, but he was supposed to be good. Yep. Uh, so where are we at here? Three. We're giving him a win there. I'm not. I'm two wins off. at Illinois. Three. Yeah, Illinois is bad. Wisconsin at home loss. So they're coming in with three wins, with three to go. IU away. Penn so, yeah, State we'll away. need to win out. Maryland to, at home. Uh, Sniffable. Yeah. 
And uh, let's hop right into their key players. I don't think that they will make a bowl with their quarterback <clears throat> because Noah Vedrill is still a thing. Um, a former Nebraska transfer last year against IU, 21 of 34, 130 yards on 21 completions. I don't think I've ever seen a more inaccurate quarterback. No, two and touchdowns, like, three picks. And sometimes if you like, you know, sometimes quarterbacks throw a lot of interceptions because they believe they can make a throw. Like that isn't like he, this is gunslinger mentality and he's just firing them away. The guy genuinely can't throw. Like, I don't understand how they can people keep him at quarterback still a thing didn't they have some other guy yeah um, they like zero um, like no, no he's number zero isn't he um, they brought in another running quarterback wasn't was it a was it a mccaffrey no <clears throat> he's not on the roster anymore it was a very new jersey name i think oh vecchio or something like yeah, that Leve yeah or something like that with vecchio that's too easy but like yeah well vecchio or i don't know what it was but yeah, yeah. he's gone they've got a, a langan an Alberici, a Simon, and a Snyder. So um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes for him. They do have a very talented wide receiver in Bo Melton. Uh, 2020 third team, all Big Ten. Um, I, I don't know what to say what he did. He had a game against IU last year. Four catches, 48 yards. Two, he two was cutters. their only offense. Yeah. Like. He's a sneaky little dude, I think. Right? 5'10 or something like that. Bo Melton. Yep is yeah 511 190 shifty little dude should uh i think he's nfl talent right like maybe i'm looking around nfl talent um i mean he's good enough last year in a very very short season 638 yards six touchdowns 47 grabs i'm on nfl draft scout.com they don't have him being getting drafted okay all right well maybe not so um i'm trying i'm reaching We've talked about it before. I'm reaching. Yeah. Sitkowski. That's right. Back up last year. I told you it was very New Jersey last name. Um, even though I think that's like probably Polish or something. I don't know. Who knows? Um, weakness on deep on offense. Pretty much the rest of the offense. Right. Now they have we've talked about it. They've got talent. Um, we've talked about this before in previous pods as well. Um, they've got young talent that we're going to be playing in game 10 of the season. So they won't be freshmen anymore. No, no. So right, that we'll was a baby sleep. I apologize for that mid yawn there. It's all good. I just <laughs> assuming you were scared of them not being freshmen anymore or something. I didn't even look at you what, what you were doing. Yeah, that was a big old um, yawn. Let's be professional about this, please. Uh, okay. So yeah, they're running back group and their offensive line. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we could talk about that kid. What did you say? Everybody's Pancheco, trying to make Pacheco, Pacheco. I mean, Isaiah every year Pacheco. they they make him out to be good, and every year I watch him, and he just runs into his offensive line. I feel like they had some dude. I've got the game pulled up here. I feel like they had some dude that wasn't Pacheco that was like kind of ripping us up. Adams, that's right. Some dude named K. Adams, um, Karan Adams. Thankfully, he's in. He's at UMass right now. Uh, five carries, 63 yards, and a touchdown. So, whew, thank you, Minutemen, for taking him. Vedro with a whopping 14 carries, 16 yards last year, just to, just to throw that out there. Um, all right, let's move on to defense. Defense much better on that side of the ball. Um, and they, have a, they have a linebacker that's – I mean, I wish he would have gone to the NFL at this point. Um, you want to take a, a shot at his name or no? 
Olakunle Fatakasi. Fatakasi. Olakunle Fatakasi. Seth, anything? Yeah, good enough. All right, 2020 first team All Big Ten. He is on literally every watch list that a defensive person could be on. Um, his position list, defensive player of the year list, Big Ten defensive player of the year list, all that stuff. Um, you know, he had a game. He had a game against IU last year, 14 tackles, two and a half. Somebody has to tackle. I mean, yeah. honestly. The scary thing is, and we talked about the talent behind um, these starters right now, his brother is a freshman. So uh, at corner, they have a guy named Young and Avery. I didn't even take the time to write their first names down, but they're okay. Um, and then at safety, Christian Izin, Izin, decent. Um, maybe a, a possible Sunday player here next year. So, um, their defensive line, though, not great, no depth. Um, Penix is literally going to be able to sit in the pocket, he for should 10 be able seconds. to. Yeah, his like, stat line last year was the best stat line of his year as far as completion percentage goes 17 of 26, 238 yards, when, three touchdowns, no picks. When you practically have a timeout in the pocket every snap, you have, yeah. your stats better be pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, they were great. I mean, for him, that's a perfect game. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot to deal with here. Let's get right into key matchups. That way we can roll through this. I'm not saying we're going to roll through Rutgers. It's every game, every game, minus Idaho and three of the four quarters at Western Kentucky. I'm not worried about. Oh, I am worried about. So I don't want to just run through Rutgers, but we do have another game to talk about. So key matchups, what do you got? attack Vedral like this guy is so bad like again he got benched not benched but I mean they let the Sikowski guy get snaps last year I mean just literally send the house blitz him engage eight just murder this dude end it early I don't know how they're gonna score points so attack 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 Johnny Langan got some got some reps last year I think that I it was my fault with the Sikowski guy I think maybe that's two years ago um but do you remember a, a number 21 played a little bit of quarterback for them? And he just ran. He didn't, he yeah, didn't, he didn't he, do much. He attempted a pass. I don't remember it. He had one for negative four yards. Yeah. So it was probably <laughs> don't throw the ball unless it's a screen. Okay. Here's a he, option. He had one attempt for negative four yards and a quarterback rating of 44.3. Vedral, the starter, had a quarterback rating of 13.2. <laughs> so, you know, take the quarterback ratings for what you will. Uh, my first key matchup is avoid the hangover for Michigan. Um, win or lose, it should be close. So even if we do lose that game away at Michigan, which is a tough one to, to call as a W, um, you're coming into this game, coming back home. Here comes the eye roll. With a possible, possible, it is 9-0, and 8-1, or 7-2 and record. Yeah, to play Rutgers. seven and two is extremely possible. Yeah. So to play Rutgers and, and to if that seven and two is probably going to be the win at Michigan. So you're coming off of that high back to the, to probably a packed house again. Um, and we can really finish strong with these last three games. Uh, no matter what one of those three possibilities is going into that game, but you, you got to avoid the hangover. Yeah, no, I have something very similar. Um, don't turn the ball over and don't beat yourself. Don't give them opportunities to score points. 
on short fields because honestly, this offense is not stringing together multiple first downs. Like, I, again, I said engage eight, but I'll also we could go the complete 180, play the prevent defense because, like, again, they're not going to be able to string multiple plays together. So um, just don't put yourself in a bad spot and you're going to do okay because, all like, I know we've shit on a lot of these offenses. This might be the worst offense we've covered yet. Like, bad, bad. Yeah, outside of Idaho, which we didn't really cover. But, in conference, this is by far the worst offense. Like, yeah. if, if we, if they we had, giving up 21 last year is upsetting. Like, we shouldn't give up more than 13 or 14 points. Well, we gave up a touchdown year. with three minutes to go. Um, we gave up two drives of 10 plays. Um, one of them was one that really counted. That was it. Uh, coming third quarter, five minutes to go. Um, they had a 10 play drive. Well, nine minutes to go. 10 play drive for 80 yards so other than that their their drives were four scoring drives were four 10 10 that's it so we kept them off the off the scoreboard um mine kind of matches in with that and then i'm then i'm finished on key matchups um Penix versus himself which we kind of tied into that it's just i mean it's rutgers man they're like not good yet so just you know do your thing do your 17 of 26 or whatever I said he was and take the easy throws. You don't have to go nuts. You don't have to take the, the huge play. That's not there. You don't have to force anything. Just take the easy things, hand it off to, uh, to our boy. Um, why am I blanking on his last name right now? And uh, let's take the dub, stay home, take the dub, get ready for Minnesota. So Just don't make it harder on yourself than it needs to be. Yeah. I and mean, that's. Yep. All right. So let's head into the, Matchup again for Minnesota. Um, game 11, Minnesota, November 20th. It's the very following week. Still at home at Memorial Stadium in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, time and TV yet to be determined. Previous matchup, IU went down. We talked about this in our pregame. Went down 31-38. Uh, I think at one point we were down 31-9. to Mid-third quarter came all the way back, tied it up 31-31, and then did the, um, how, do I, how do I say this, the quote-unquote classic IU letdown, I guess, the traditional IU football yeah. letdown, um, where we gave up a 60-something yard touchdown, uh, where I think it was Jawan Burgess was, I think he was a freshman at that point, um, was within uh, 15 yards of Bateman. So, uh, gave that up to end the game with about a minute left. They, they went, took the lead and that was it. So it was a heartbreaker, uh, all time record, Minnesota 39, IU 26 with three ties in there. And, uh, the coach is the clown PJ Fleck. Seth is currently rowing an invisible boat on the zoom. Uh, he's in his fourth season. He has an impressive record, I guess, at Minnesota at 23 and 15. Yeah, I'd say that's an impressive record at Minnesota for sure. Yeah. Do you want to hop in on a key player first? Do you want to talk about uh, Baldy McBalderson? I mean, I can't believe this guy's actually in college. Um, I I look younger than Tanner Morgan does. Um, and I can't believe he's still there. But um, he he's good. You know, I mean, when you've been in college for 
for 10 years, you're going to be able to accumulate stats and attributes. Uh, he was good. Was he good in 18? Did he play? No, him? he kind of bust. He busted out in 2019. Because uh, last year he was. I can't believe he got honorable mention. Oh, he got it by his name. He was not good in 2018. He got it. He got it by his name for sure. Uh, but he can sling the ball. Um, I mean, he he has NFL talent. I mean, he'd probably be either late day two, early day three. But I mean, he's going to get drafted when he goes. Um, so he's he's a third string quarterback in the NFL, right? Yeah, maybe maybe low end backup. Like I guess a backup, we did a have for an established quarterback. Like you yeah. could be the backup for like Patrick Mahomes, patch up for Tom Brady. Cetera, I mean, we have Jason, Jacob Eason probably as the backup here. I mean, well, I guess they just signed what's his name, Hundley or whatever. But Trace McSorley is Lamar Jackson's backup, right? <laughs> oh, like that's that's what Tanner Morgan could be because oh, Tanner Morgan is better than Trace McSorley. He's also six two, not five two. So <laughs> yeah, he'll be okay. Uh, yeah, so like what I said, he had a down year last year. I don't have, I do have his stats actually in front of me. He was the 73rd ranked quarterback in 2020. Um, seven touchdowns, five picks. Not great, uh, but still good enough to make honorable mention all Big Ten. And uh, oddly enough, now I don't know a ton about Minnesota football, but he owns every single passing record, basically. Um, I could not name a Minnesota NFL quarterback for you. No, I could. Um, mm. No, you can't. He was, I can't name his name. No, you're right. But I do feel like he was like a number five. Um, I don't know. Can't name his name. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, they do have a very good running back. Uh, Mohamed Ibrahim, 2020 running back of the year, Big Ten, 2020 all first team. I can and scoot. Third team All-American. Yeah, he is... Uh, He's smooth is what I wrote down. Um, smooth operator. Yeah, he's very smooth. He's he's we're always going to do this. He reminds me of a small Tevin Coleman, if that makes sense. Coleman's a beast. Coleman's like six, two, right? Tony six, two, six, Dungy was a Minnesota quarterback. Well, he, he was a corner, wasn't he? Was he a quarterback? I thought he played corner in the NFL. Yeah, right? yeah. The, this. Oh, no, this is the best Minnesota Golden Govan quarterbacks of all time. Number one's Tanner Morgan, then Tony Dungy, then a bunch of dudes that I don't know. Oh, there's got to be somebody in there. Minnesota. Marquise Gray. Marquise Gray. That's who I was thinking of. That's the only person I was thinking of. And he this, played in the NFL this, for a bit. This website has him as the eighth best Minnesota As a tight end in the NFL? Did he play for like the Jaguars? I have no idea. Mitch, Mitch Leidner. Yeah, he was no, before. no, you're, you're not doing it. And, and you know, what's funny is gray was a running quarterback a lot in Minnesota. Zach so. Anikstad. <laughs> Fuck that is this, this list is wild. Did you say Zach Annex dad? Is that yeah, what you just said? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I have no idea. I thought you said, I don't know if that was his last name or not, but um, yeah, back to Ibrahim. I, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Actually he scares the living. You yes. know what out of me. So as does the rest of this offense. Well, I to me, not really. They return only, every offensive lineman. You're gonna do this. The offensive line I was getting ready to talk about. They're returning, I think they returned three of five, right? Starters or no. But well, they have to because you said they returned 20 of 22 starters, right? Yeah. So it can't be because Bateman's one of the starters. Although he 
Did he play last year? They return 18. They're the 18th most like senior, like returning production team. And yeah, they return what are 10 we? of the 11. Don't do this. You're doing this to yourself. Isn't IU like 11th? Um, hold on. Let me look. <laughs> and what did we lose? We lost Jamar Johnson and Jerome Johnson. Yeah. That's it. Jerome I mean, Johnson just got that's cut. It. Like, that's nothing. Or Jerome. Did? Jerome did. Jerome Johnson just got Jerome. cut. Yeah. Um, so Stevie, Stevie Scott, they both got cut. Yeah, I saw Stevie got cut too. Yes, I guess we're missing Stevie too. But either way, uh, the offensive line's deep. I mean, they've got experience. They've got seven guys. We're, we're only 24. Year. We're 24. They're 18. I'm worried about that. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means they return a lot of dudes that did stuff. That could mean Rutgers could be number one in the country because they just didn't have anybody good enough to in the NFL, so they came back. <laughs> so it's, well, I don't know. Yeah, this, these, some of these stats get out of here. Um, my weakness, this is what I'm talking about. They do have a weakness and it's on the receiving core. They don't use their tight ends and they lost Bateman. They lost their best wide receiver. Second best wide receiver ever. Eric Decker, maybe. And Eric Decker was a stud. Um, what? Why do you do this? Why don't you just talk? Don't put it in this. Seth is doing stuff in the stats or in the chat, and it's just really confusing. Seth is off the rails tonight. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's had too many moon men or spotted cows or something. Um, Yeah, let's get to defense. Wait, Ibrahim was the running back of the year last year? Running back of the year, bro. Roby. 15, 15 touchdowns last year? Yes. He averaged over two touchdowns a game. Yes. Bro, this game is scaring me. Take him out. Don't take him out, but try to contain him. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Who'd they play last year? Oh, wait. wait. They gave up 94 points in their first two games last year. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to the part that makes me happy. Let's Let's get to the part that makes me happy. Let's talk about the defense, because guess what? They have one strength, and what is he? He's a Clemson transfer that started two games. Dude, they have eight defensive transfers coming in. Yeah. Well, they have one of them that's any good. He's a former captain at Clemson. He started two games last year, 27 tackles, three TFLs, one sack, one fumble recovery. I'm not I'm not worried about that defense. That defense is going to be bad. Yeah, they, now, have, a, they have a North Carolina State. Um, they have six defensive linemen coming in. Yeah. So they like <laughs> they gave up 49 points to Joe, Joe, whatever his name is, Morgan or Joe Milton. They gave up 45 points and lost to maryland 35 points to iowa and they let what's his name at wisconsin put 20 on him i mean this 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 team reminds me a lot of like those kevin wilson teams that could just put up a bazillion points but then couldn't stop anyone um i mean they let purdue score 31 that offense wasn't that good last year i mean they might as well have a bunch of walk-ons on offense i mean i guess rondale rondale played in this game david bell had himself a game in this one were they throwing to themselves? Anyway, this, this is not Maybe. the Purdue. It's not the Purdue podcast. Save that. Yeah. Next week, it's going down. But, I mean, yeah. again, it would, we're going to have to score points in late November. Now, we should be able to easily score points in in this game. But, uh, you know, we how many times in this podcast have we shit on the quarterback, shit on the offenses? Um, we can't do this with this, with this team. Um, we're going to have to you know, be proficient, do what we do. We're going to have to probably score 
in the mid to high 30s to win this game. Mm. Mm. I don't like hearing that. Like the 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 they do have the spread for this game. We're fa- we're only favored by seven and a half. Oh, that's a lot. That's um, a lot. So again, I kind of see this being very similar than our last game. Um, you know, I could see us winning uh 38-31. I could see us winning 38-34, 41-34, something like or 41-34, something like that. I mean, I think it's a great spread. Um, and it, it's I don't think it ever becomes more than a one or low two score game. I think this is gonna be tight. Yep. Well, let's get into it. Let's see what you think. What are your key matchups of the game? I have three. One of them is really stupid, but um, yeah, I mean, Penix and, and the wide receivers have to eat, right? Like they don't, they don't have, they might as well have me lined up at corner back there. Um, I mean, they just have absolutely nobody. So our, our wide receivers have to show what they're all about. Um, and Penix has to prove that, you know, he can take advantage of a bad defense. So it, it all starts there. Um, and just absolutely chunk play these guys to death. Yep. And I already touched on my first one, which is I wrote stop the run, but it's not going to, you're not going to be able to stop it. I mean, try to stop the run. Let me do Ibrahim's um, rushing from the last year, last year's games, 140, 207, 224, 144, 102, 108, 151. So you got, you have to do whatever you can do. Now, if, if any of the defenses, I mean, we were number one defense in the, in the league last year for the yeah. last two years, I think, or almost like that. Um, if any of the defenses can at least try to slow them down, I mean, Purdue got him at 102, Nebraska 108. So it's two low games were against, I don't know, Purdue's defense was okay, but I don't see Nebraska's defense being any good. And 108 there. So, you know, the crowd needs to be into it. Should be into it. Um, by the way, Saul's stat the season tickets are up 27% this year. Stonks uh, just to put a number roof. on it. So um, so try to try to contain the run as much as you can. The problem with that is can you get pressure on Morgan while trying to contain the running game? Because if you can, the it's inexperience at wide both, receiver man. should be it's okay. Tough to do both. If anybody's gonna do it, I think. I think having a player like Micah McFadden and then having the corners like Jalen Williams and, and Taiwan Mullen is going to be pretty big. So it helps. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it now. I think McFadden has a, uh, like a career game in this game. I mean, this should be senior day. It is senior day. Yeah. So maybe Lino has one too. Yeah. So, so but my other one is you're actually going to like this because I have been so against the run game but I actually think we need to take steal some time off the clock from that offense. So I would actually like us to establish a run game. Um, You know, I've been all let's throw the ball 35, 40, 45 times a game. I'd actually like Penix to throw under 30 times this game and, and kind of hurry this game along Um, to have a comfortable game. I think that, I think you're comfortable, a very comfortable win, not very, but 10 to 14 points. If he's under 30, 30 attempts. Yep, I, I would agree with that 100%. Um, so, yeah, I would really, especially, I mean, it's a Big Ten game in late November. Let's let's run the ball, let's control the clock at home, and let's control the narrative um, of the game. So that's that's what I would like to see, kind of a uh, going against the grain of what I've been preaching for the, the entire time. Yeah, that's nice. 
Good for you. People can change, Michael. People can change. Can Stephen Carr run in the cold? Does his will his car Cali start? Boy. Will Stephen's car start? I don't know. The, the videos cold? of him out of scrimmages look awesome. He went 90 degrees outside. When you're from Gardena, California, can will, will your battery stay? No, no, no. I went too far on that. That pun was terrible. Speaking of puns, let's sink the boat. So stupid. I should have given mine my before you go there. I'm gonna say let's get some turnovers. Let's okay. let's go back to nope, you owe me you owe me you owe me Indiana. Indiana, let's turn over uh Tanner no, Morgan it's twice. Um and let's let's steal some possessions from them because we're gonna need to because they're gonna be able to score. It's takeaways. Um, take away some, some takeaways. Thank you. It's takeaways. Tom Allen will have you do two sets of push-ups, please, for saying the wrong word because you take the ball away from them. You don't wait for them to make a mistake. Um, so you sink the boat. You take a, she- a cheap shot or two, like an extra roll as you're rolling out of bounds and try to take out flex ACL. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a joke. What I mean by that is pressure, 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 which we just talked about on the last one. If you can pressure the at the line of scrimmage, break that. I guess really good offensive line down as much as you can force takeaways and keep your foot. My, on my only point neck. to that is it makes me appreciate Tom Allen. When I hear PJ Fleck, Scott Frost, Greg Schiano, did you like, hear about I, Scott Frost today? Yes. The, all the allegations <laughs> coming out of him holding illegal practices, big yikes. Yeah, but I mean, again, I mean, three wins people can like give Tom Allen a hard time for being, you know, his personality, but at least he's true. At least he's consistent. Unless he's, you know, honest. Like you look at Greg Schiano. I mean, dude's a used car salesman, right? Like you called it. PJ Fleck is a freaking clown, and Scott <laughs> Frost is just such a douchebag. Like you just look at these coaches, and you're like, we got a good one. And that's 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 kind of all we really got to say about you know the whole row the boat PJ Fleck thing. Yeah. So, well, um. We'll leave that where it's at. And then my last key matchup is basically that. It's LEO versus Row the Boat. So we gotta win that. We gotta win the uh the motto matchup. Um or ski, what do they say? Ski to ma or whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. It's really ski you ma. Ski you ma. Yeah, Thanks, Seth. Go skiing. Skiing with me and Brandon. <laughs> Yikes. I want to edit that out. Um, yeah. Okay. So speaking of editing things out, I wish I didn't have to do this part of the of the uh, podcast because everybody just skips past it anyway. This is brought to you by Monon Track Club. Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences to aim. I screwed it up. It doesn't matter to celebrate. <laughs> support and add in his running culture check out the website in the show notes use the promo code leo10 that's leo10 to get 10 percent off your first purchase it says first you can use it as much as you want i don't care um and just everything is awesome yes so just support garrett uh garrett owns the company he's an iu alum good dude. Um, he can also help you out with your lawyering stuff um real estate stuff as well real estate what did i just say real estate Golden Tate. Either way, Brandon's Randos. Brandos Randos. Let's go. Tate Tate Martell. Anyway. Oh, um God. Nope. Should have left it at Golden Tate. 
All right. So what's Martell um, up to? Where's he at? Is he like his sixth school now? Or right? I have doing? no idea where Tate Martell is. That's Bragley's bag of questions. Oh, he's at uh, UNLV. Wow. Cool. The last of the semester there. Sick. Tate Tate Martell in Vegas is no good. Uh, anyway, so again, so I brought it up, and we've kind of already touched on this, but it's a Brando's Rando, so I'm asking. Um, with Rus- with Rutgers being the 41st most talented team in the country, should we start worrying about Rutgers? Can Greg Schiano bring this to be a close-to-playoff caliber team no. like he once had it 15 years ago? No. No. Um, should, we, should we be worried about Rutgers? Yeah, I think Rutgers turns into a... Uh, when do they do start getting next to next penalty. year? They start doing better. I think next year they're their fringe bowl bowl team. And now uh, I would say they're going to start being to us like uh, pre, I don't know, like, like late Maryland Wilson, 2017, like... like 2016 Maryland, like where they're scary, where they're coming in. Well, you know you got a chance to win, but you're not quite sure. You know what I mean? Honestly, right now, I think easy. if this team had a quarterback, they could be decent. Their wide receivers are young, dude. I don't know. I mean, but they're not like they're, they're not like de- Alabama talented. They're not Alabama young talented. They're young. They need to they need experience. Look at the wide receivers we've had. Look at uh Raquan or was it Rashawn? Rashawn something Williams. Williams? four-star huge recruit one of the top recruits ever top 10 yeah, recruits that, ever. That, that, that's my point their best players being freshmen and sophomores do we have to start worrying about Rutgers? you're saying no Seth, saying as a, per, as a purdue fan are yes. you again you only yes. see them once every four years but do you see the trajectory of Rutgers, and is it something to note yes and no it depends on if they're able to keep it together from developing the talent they have a deep recruiting hotbed. They have money. If Greg Schiano is still the coach in three or four years, it's because they're average or better. They're six and six to eight and four, I think is their kind of max in the big 10. Follow up there, Seth, to you since, since Mike is all out on this. Um, does Shiano jump ship again? If he has one or two good seasons or will he stay loyal to Rutger football. I think he's the keeper at this point because he's seen all the other green grass out there. And and that what's that's what scares me the most. Like if he doesn't get caught, he has a way, like again, he's a used car salesman. And guess what? That stuff actually does play to high school kids because they're naive and dumb. Um they you don't think if he can get an offensive coordinating position in the NFL with like I don't know, Belichick or I'm trying he to think knows of this. he'll never have control of a franchise again. So at least he has control over a university roster. Yeah, no, I, that's that's what concerns me. Seth hit the nail on the head there for me is he has nowhere else to go. I mean, he's ran out of options. He went to the only place that would really take him back. Um, you know, it's 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 the it's the dog put his leg, you know, tail between his legs. He's there. And the only thing that's going to stop him is going to be violations. I am slightly scared of Rutgers um, just because what the very small sample size of talent influx is something to note. In my opinion, I think they can definitely take 
they can be consistent consistently above Michigan and uh, Maryland in the Big Ten West East. I'm gonna let that sit. I should have let it sit some more. Michigan or Michigan State? I meant I meant Michigan State. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> Michigan State. That's why I didn't say we, anything. We let that hang so long. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mich- Michigan My State. So I think Michigan State's gonna be in the toilet for a while. Well, yeah, probably. What's next? What do you got next? If so, this got asked a lot. The Olympics just ended, and a lot of people said, like, if you trained for a year, could you be good at speed walking or archery or whatever that? So, my question to you, Mike, because you're you're an athletic guy, if you spent, you know, an entire year training to be a quarterback, could you be better than Noah Vedral? Hmm. Yes. I knew you'd say yeah. yes. I, knew I had an entire year with no distractions. No what distractions. an asshole. <laughs> I had to get no distractions and full use of, let's just say I use weight room. Or do I have to use yes. Rutgers? No, 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 no. You, you, you have however you want to train for a year. Do I have a quarterback coach? Yes. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. You I'm, have everything a university. Second, string all big t- second team all Big Ten. You don't even need to be that. You just I'm just asking to be better than Noah Vedral. Like he's not even a Big Ten starting quarterback. Like I don't even know if he Yeah, like, I mean at this point in Is he a Mac 34, level quarterback? Like I don't even know if he's Mac level. Like he's no Vedral is bad. Bad. I, I don't know. He's the worst quarterback in the Big Ten. Um I don't no, even no, know he, who Purdue's quarterback he is, is. I don't care. He's better than Noah Vedral. Like okay. me not knowing Purdue's quarterback, he's better than Noah Vedral. All right. I mean, all right. I so, don't know. I yeah, okay. I think I would be better than him. I would not be a dual I, threat I would, quarterback. I would, I would be a pocket I would, passer. I would take you over Noah Vedral. Just at least the potential. Like just okay. like you know, the potential I would take you over right. you over him. Yeah, that's gonna hurt Seth real bad. <laughs> um, all right. So you're uh, thirty-four. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Who cares? Look how old Aaron Rodgers is. He's like 40-something. Look how old Tanner Morgan is. Brady. Tanner, Morgan Tanner Morgan is at is. least 32 years old. I can't um, believe Sean Clifford is still in the is still at Penn State. So these two questions now, now that Seth is all hot and bothered, I think I'm gonna kind of tick you off, Michael. How these many two years questions. did Nate Stanley play? Come Nate on, Stanley was decent, this. man. We're good. Nate I've got Stanley's, no knee problems. Nate Stanley's pretty good. Nate Stanley's pretty good. Work out every day. Um, all right. So, you know. This is now like the third or fourth time I've said it. We've ripped the Big Ten and its offenses. Besides IU and OSU, is Minnesota the third best offense in the Big Ten? And where do you put them as overall team in the Big Ten? No. And I think they're the third best offense. I think they're probably middle of the pack overall because their defense is horrendous. I was going to say eighth in the Big Ten. I don't, I, I don't know what other team offensively I can put in front of them other than IU. And this is going to Ohio State. This is going to probably blow your mind. But. Oh, no, I don't even want to say it because you're going to get no, so no, mad. Minnesota, Minnesota is a better offensive team. Wisconsin and no, Iowa. I think Wisconsin and going. Iowa. I'm not even well, thinking in the West. I think Penn State has a better offense than Minnesota. Clifford, dude. He's better than Morgan, is he not? No, Morgan's better than no, Clifford. He's better than Morgan. And well, then look at you him know how much I hate talent. the big red dog. 
Look so. at his wide receiver talent and his running backs are solid. There's just talent at Penn State. Um, I think Penn State has a. They. Really I think it's quarterback. It I think Tanner Morgan is better than Clifford. You're right. I I would take uh, Ibrahim over Penn State's running backs. I would too, but look at the wide receivers. Correct. And the tight ends. It doesn't matter even if if Baby Gronk's gone. Okay. I mean, so I I'll, I don't agree with you, but I'll just for sake of progressing this conversation. Okay, I'll give you Penn State. That means they're the fourth best offense. The moral of the story is this offense is freaking good. I will see, I guess. I guess it depends on which Tanner Morgan shows up. Will the wide receiver depth come to fruition? They'll have an entire season, so you got to imagine someone will emerge from that room. I mean, we're, we're, we're mid-August right now. You know, end of November, you got to imagine somebody. Somebody has to catch that ball. I guess I'm thinking when we had Coleman, just as back on a comparison to Ibrahim. We had Coleman. We were not very good. Not because of our, I think our offensive line was meh, but he was great. We didn't have, we had Suddy, who's good enough. He's about Tanner Morgan, right? And then wide receiver talent. There was Latimer, but he wasn't incredible. Wayne, or Wayne wasn't, incredible so maybe i guess i mean and they were scoring 30 i mean i guess it all just depends on the the scheme and if they fit the scheme so i don't know i don't know you're right i don't like that question so here's another one um great that you probably won't like where does pj fleck fall in your most hated coaches um and where does he fall in the hierarchy of the big 10 Three questions in one. Do we want him out of the Big Ten? Uh, I'll answer them in reverse order. So, yes, we want him out of the Big Ten. And I think he jumps ship. Like, he has no loyalty to Minnesota. Like, that that dude is out. Where does he he fall in ranking? I think, I, hmm, this is going to make people mad. I think currently he's probably a better coach right just just right now hear me out he's probably a better coach than tom allen right now just based off of record um i would say he gets more national respect i i, think I, I would, would rather I have tom i guess if you're if you're going head to head and you're going which one would you rather have i would rather have tom allen. but so i we'll think you're that. right i think if we you know if, if this was espn doing this podcast they would take pj flack pj over. flack would be before that over so tom allen. let's think Ranking, ranking coaches. Um, is Ryan Day a good coach? I mean, it's hard to tell in college, I guess. I'm not sure if he's a human. Like, you honestly <laughs> could just place, like, an Android and just, like, program him to say answers. Yeah. And then Ohio former, State would go to the yeah. playoff. Having a former Big Ten uh, head coach as an offensive coordinator is pretty much all he needs. Um, so you've got Ryan Day. James Franklin. Franklin, I don't like Ferentz, you disagree. Ferentz. Ferentz is a good coach, man. I mean, he's, um, he's done some uh, remarkable things at Iowa. Well, yeah. And then you, whoever's at Wisconsin. Sleazebag Paul Christ. Paul Christ. Is he better than Paul Christ? Yeah, I think he's no, better than he's no, better than Paul, Paul Christ. Christ. No, look at Paul Christ. I just don't record. like him because he did he did pit dirty. He did one of those accepted no, the pit job yeah. and then three days later accepted the Wisconsin job without even okay. telling Pitt, just left. 
You got to burn bridges where you got to burn bridges. A lot of bridges in Pittsburgh. It'll be fine. Um, let's see. So Paul Chris is better than him. I mean, in the shit in the Big Ten West, he's third at least. So no, I don't know. He's no and as, far as, hating, as, as far as hating him, I don't. I don't. I, hate I don't. Him. He annoys I hate, me. Annoys I hate the idea the of him. Is that a thing? Yeah. I hate, just hate the idea of him. Get Pat, Fitz, Pat Fitzgerald. He's stupid. He's not I, the best coach in the West. He's just. I, I don't like Pat. It. I don't like Pat Fitz, but I think if he was my coach, I'd like him. You know, like one of those things, like his shtick's annoying unless it's your shtick. And then it's well, like, how annoying oh, is Tom, how here's one. How annoying, very is annoying, Alex very hateable country, very hateable. Is like not hateable? yet. He, it's a darling. It's a darling right Seth now. Seth loves him. It will Lo- get love him. I think that's a general thing. I'm not Jealous. even kidding this about Purdue. Like, I think a lot of Purdue people are like, like, I want to hate him, but he's not. He's not putting on a show. Yeah, it, it's not fake. It, like, like PJ Fleck thing's fake. It's, it's fake. very Tom Crean, right? Like Tom Crean is a shtick. And Ooh, it's that should have been your question. Is PJ Fleck the Tom Crean of Big Ten football coaches? That's a good. That's a good rando. That's a good. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good. How many more randos do you have? Because we still have to to tickle Seth's sack. That's it. I got no more. I got no more. All right, now we move on to producer Seth's sack of lies. What do you got, buddy? All right, here is we that go. What it's called, by the way. That's what I wrote down. No, I don't podcast sack. Oh, producer Seth's podcast sack. All okay. right. Uh, you said weakness for Minnesota offense was wide receivers. Yes. Uh, beware of Chris Ottman Bell. He tore up Purdue last year. Five catches, one twenty-nine. Uh, big play receiver, twenty yards per catch. Catches at 45, 42, 39 yards. His two big games were uh, Maryland and Purdue. Um, so I think he's going to step up a lot next year. Um, Minnesota has a good line always. It's a given, kind of like Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State. Even IU has, uh, has a pretty good pro talent. What is O-line U in the Big Ten? Wisconsin. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, Ooh, Ohio I, thought, State. I thought Iowa. Oh, okay. I think Iowa is tight end you right now, currently tight end you. Sure. I think sure. we have to remove Ohio State because they by far have the most NFL players. So that they're they're whatever position group except for quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Too except for your quarterback. I mean, Justin Fields is gonna be amazing. How much did you love that preseason game, man? I am hype. Real one more real quick Bears thing. I did hear um Jessica Smetana said quote Love her. Justin Fields makes a Bears jersey look cool. End quote. Because she is a Steelers fan. Not a cool jersey. She's also a Bears fan. She's one of those terrible she's, people. That's a, like, no. She's from Chicago. Yeah. So she's, she said it. I'll dude. I'll go find it on the podcast. She straight up said that she's a. I bet we could get Jessica on this podcast. She's awesome. Uh, she's on Levitard now. She's like big time. Yeah, but she was little time for a long time. I'll, I'll try. I'll reach out. See how well that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's at Notre Dame. She's uh, I think she, I'm pretty sure she said she's a Bears fan, a Cubs fan. Now she's a Marlins fan. She is a Cubs fan. She's a Steelers fan. She's yeah, she's annoying. Um, She's not annoying. Her fandom is annoying. Yeah, but yeah, she said that. I thought it was pretty cool. Then I saw a picture of him and I was like, yeah, they're one of the some of the worst jerseys in in football. They're right up there with they're Cleveland. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. With who's? Cleveland Browns. Okay. Yeah, the, Browns those are, are really terrible. bad. Those are really bad. I mean, they're brown. 
<laughs> yes, you're not wrong. Yeah. All right. Yeah, producer, right. I'm gonna have to go with go with Wisconsin with that answer. Fair enough. All right. And my second one, because it always comes in twos in the sack. Uh IU. Uh stretch of injuries, poor play, whatever it is. Worst case scenario happens, they go 0-2 in the stretch. They lose at home to Rutgers and Minnesota. Worst case scenario. How do you, IU football super fan slash podcast hoster, handle coming in to record Wednesday night, getting ready to do a Minnesota recap open oaken bucket preview pod? Mm. So the recaps are done on Sundays. Oh, my sorry. So but, how does um, how does Sunday and Wednesday look? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, honestly, the Vegas odds on that have to be pretty high but i guess if you're right i guess if we get into injuries i I mean i cannot imagine a world where we lose to Rutgers. i guess it depends like are we coming in are we coming in eight and one are we coming in seven and two into that stretch if we're seven and two then we come out of it seven and four with a chance to go eight and four at purdue the next week i would say you have a 60 percent chance of winning both 30 percent chance of winning one 10 percent chance of losing both yeah i even think 10 percent is high okay um, and that's strictly because of Rutgers. like I, I do think we have a legitimate chance to lose to minnesota just because the our matchups have been fluky i mean you look you go back to the to tevin coleman fumble um that oh, that, that made oh, me absolutely God. cry not really. I didn't literally cry, but that was the man. last time we played him at home. Was yeah. that game? Yeah, swing pass. Um, that was behind oh, the line of scrimmage. I, I was, was hoping we'd Seth, go. Through you need to the... look that up if you haven't seen it. That was just so. Uh, moral of the story is fluky things seem to happen when we play Minnesota. So I can see that legitimately losing that game. I cannot see us losing to Rutgers, but me, you know, I'm a, got a flair for the dramatic. So I will be. Very, very livid yeah, if we are zero and two in that I'll stretch. Be fine. I mean, I'll be, um, I'll be very hurt, but I'll be okay. Uh, the the Seth, season so would have know. went off the rails, and I want yeah. to beat Purdue by fifty. Like, you know, if we go two and zero in that stretch, I'm fine with you know. Let's play it easy. Let's get up early on Purdue, and then put that you know just cruise to a nice 10, 14 point win. But if we go zero and two, I want to beat Purdue sixty four to seven. <laughs> um that that that'll be where I go. I don't know if you wanted to set me up for that, but I will be very hot on that podcast if we go 0 and 2 going into um, bucket week. Yeah, I don't remember what the if Tom Allen took over in 2016 or 2016 the like the end of 2016 maybe. Either way, Tom Allen is either 4 and I don't think Seth knows this. Is either 4 and 0 or 5 and 0 against Rutgers. With Mark, with wins, we are five and zero the last five. With wins at 33-27, 41 to nothing, 24-17, 35 to nothing, 37-21. So other than good coaches don't have letdown games. That's why so Mike the last Tomlin's two, the most the last overrated two coach. home games against Rutgers, we have outscored them 76 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tomlin has a Mike Tomlin special every year. There's no such thing as a Tom Allen special because good coaches don't lose bad games. Don't do they're in there with the some close games in there. Yeah, the some close games were in Piscataway and they were some bad teams. I think 2017, 18 weren't great. So I'll go on the record and say you win both. Yeah, definitely. 
I would, I would. Take. There it is. Perfect. Well, it's a perfect time to end as I just finished my Alani Celts. I'll try to get, I guess I'll try to get sponsorship on this pod as well. Um, yeah. So next week is uh, the last Let's game of go. the season, uh, which Brandon is traditionally in Chicago for. Um, I guess I'll, I won't be I this year. I'll go. I won't be. Um, won't? No, uh, I don't know if I should be saying this on a podcast, but I, we get out with a baby with like, you know, a couple month old. We're not going up to the in-laws. Screw right. that. Well, the in-laws won't go to West Lafayette either. So I probably won't do that either, but I don't have to go to the in-laws for Thanksgiving for the first time in like nice. 13 years. So nice. Well, well uh, that's what we're talking. Chicago we're talk in, in Thanksgiving. The traffic is just bonkers, dude. It's a nightmare. Um, Chicago in general is a nightmare, but anyway, Purdue game. I'm pumped to talk about it. Seth is going to hate me. I think he's actually maybe built up a small bit of respect and likeness to me through this podcast. I'm ruining it next week. Oh, I'm actually taking it and shattering it okay. to the ground. Now, remember, this isn't a true preview pod. We're just, yeah, but it's Purdue just, and we haven't okay. played them in forever. All right. That's true because they had to get some fake COVID stuff going last year. So, um, all right. Yeah. Either way, tune in next week uh, where we talk about the game at Purdue. That's game 12. And then, and then guess what? It's time. It's freaking game week after that. And then we'll get into our traditional, but we'll talk about the schedule next week. Um, Until then, be sure to be sure. Be sure to check out the pod. Uh, on Facebook fair. and Twitter, to be Facebook.com. Isn't that letter, Kenny? Yeah, to be fair. To be fair. Um, Facebook.com backslash podcast LEO and on Twitter at podcast LEO. Also, you can, again, our Twitter handles are at the beginning of the pod as well. You can follow, download, rate, review, please. Um, I haven't checked them for a bit, but I, because I, I think I get scared. I don't know, <laughs> but. Um, like make me scared, I guess, but we some like crappy reviews, but like at least give us five stars. You know what I mean? Like give us five stars and say like, Michael sucks. There's like something like that. I don't know. Or like, you know, Seth's got thick skin. He's a thick boy. So just, you know, just tell him he sucks. Whatever. Just oh, give us five me, stars. It doesn't tell matter. me I'm wrong that Michael is a better quarterback than Noah Bedrill. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Nobody's going to tell you that. <laughs> Nobody's going to tell you that. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way, that's it for this week. Uh, Elio, guys, we'll talk to you next week. See ya, Elio. L-E-O. Yes. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.